Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. Lately, I've been talking to a lot of people who are planning Disney trips for February during President's Week. This can be a really popular week, with a lot of schools being on break. I know in particular, this is a great time to go when you're from New York like me, or someplace that has cold winters, because it can be a great break from that cold weather. And for a lot of teachers and people with kids who don't want to pull them out of school, this week is their go-to week. So I thought I would do an episode on tips for avoiding crowds, particularly if you're needing to go during one of those peak crowd times of year. So how do you make the most of your trip when you know it's going to be crowded? Here are some of my top tips. Number one is plan to utilize early entry if you're staying on property and rope drop if not. If you're not familiar with what early entry is, those guests who are staying at a Disney resort are able to enter the parks 30 minutes early. This is the prime time to get some of those popular rides that tend to get high wait times done. If you're not staying at a Disney resort, I still recommend getting to the parks as soon as you can for what's called rope drop. The idea is you want to be at the parks well in advance of when you'll be allowed in so you can be at the head of the pack when they quote unquote drop the rope and let the regular guests in. Don't underestimate the amount of advantage you'll have by just arriving that much earlier. It can be a huge time saver, and it's well worth it in my opinion, especially if you're there during a peak crowd time. Number two is a tip you can use either instead of or in addition to tip number one, and that is take advantage of evening hours before the park closes. You can actually get in line for a ride at Disney World up until the minute before the parks close. Oftentimes, the wait times will drop dramatically, And some rides that have long waits during the day can be walk-on at the end of the night. Now, you should know that Disney tends to artificially inflate the wait times in the app, especially toward the end of the night. So I would recommend checking out the look of the line for yourself, or I also recommend using the Touring Plans Lines app. They give you the posted wait time for the rides, along with an estimate of how long you'll actually wait. I use this app all the time, and it's pretty solid data-driven info. So there you go with a tip within a tip. Okay, number three tip for avoiding crowds at Disney World is to plan your meals at off-peak times. I always recommend scoping out ahead of time where you want to eat lunch and using mobile order early. I do this while I'm in line for a ride in the morning, and I try to choose an off-peak return time. We usually do an early lunch because we don't usually do a big breakfast and we spend those key morning hours doing rides. I know it might seem like overkill to be mobile ordering your lunch at 9.30 a.m., but let me tell you, it only took us one time of waiting too long, arguing about where to eat, and then having to wait too long for our return window for us to adopt this habit. 
I literally choose the spot and hand the phone around to everyone to choose their meal. That way, we're able to roll up at 1130, get our food, and eat while there's still space to sip. But really, you do not want to see me when I'm hungry. It's a whole scene. Okay, number four. Next tip is to plan in advance some quiet break spots. When things get overwhelming and you need a break, it's nice to have a plan for some quieter areas where you can sneak away from the crowds for a bit and relax. Sometimes this may be heading to a nearby resort or your own resort for a break. Sometimes this might be hitting an air-conditioned show where you can sit down. Or it could be grabbing a snack and a drink and hitting a hidden gem area of the park to enjoy in peace. I'll be doing an episode soon on my favorite spots to take a break in each park. But again, just having a plan in your pocket for if things go sideways is priceless. Number five tip is to avoid weekend park days if you can. Even if you have to go on a popular week, if you can try to plan your park days to avoid weekend days, it can help avoid some of the heaviest crowd days. If you're planning non-park days, maybe do them on the weekend. Do a beach day or a resort day, or even a Disney Springs day. You can also sometimes save money if you're opting not to fly on those weekend dates. So for example, if you do a Tuesday to Tuesday trip, you might find better flights and take the rest day outside the parks on a Saturday. Okay, tip number six is if your budget allows, use Genie Plus. Now trust me, I don't love the idea of paying extra for something that basically used to be free. And do you need to have Genie Plus to have a great time? Absolutely not. But it sure does make things a lot easier if you can swing it. On our last trip, there were pretty high crowd levels. And with the new surge pricing, Genie Plus was at its peak cost on a few of those days. And I'm not going to lie, hitting that pay button made me a little uncomfortable at times. But it really did help so much. Because I say this all the time, and my husband rolls his eyes at me, but in Disney World, time is money. Between Genie Plus and the other strategies mentioned here, we were able to ride everything we wanted and didn't wait longer than about 20 minutes for pretty much anything. Okay, my final tip for this episode is don't waste time on overrated rides that you don't care about. So there are some rides at Disney World that get super long waits that you might not personally get what all the fuss is about. For some, it might be Jungle Cruise. For some, Peter Pan. For others, it might be Seven Doors Mine Train or even Rise of the Resistance. Everyone is different, but if you have no desire to ride these rides, don't waste your time fighting crowds to get on them just because there's hype about them. This is your trip, and you don't need to do anything just because it's on someone else's must-do list, or you read about it on a blog somewhere. So focus on your own priorities. All right, that's it for today's episode. I hope this has given you some great ideas of how to avoid crowds during those busy times at Disney World. But really, they can be used at any time at Disney World. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. Happy planning.